0: When there's no more room in
1: hell, the dead will listen to Bloodfest, the podcast.
0: Hello, and welcome to Bloodfest, the podcast. I'm your host, Nate. Y'all know me, know what I do for a living. I'm joined tonight, as always, by our tech guru, Joey. Joey, how are you doing?
2: Uh, doing better than Casey. I'm not having to go up to Kansas City to fly out to Ohio. No, no in the he's morning.
0: still here. He's on. He's, he he logged um, in. Don't you remember? Oh yeah. The weird thing is Casey or uh, not Casey. Damn it, Joey is wearing a diaper. I don't know why. Maybe we'll find out later. Joining us uh, as always is my good friend Casey. Hey Casey, how you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing great, Nate. It's it's a pleasure to be here again. Thanks, Casey. It's good to see you. You're looking healthy. Uh, if you guys can't see, we just have a picture of Casey thrown up since he's not here and we like to make fun <laughs> of him. And Lydia is sitting in tonight for both Casey and Josh. Lydia, how are we doing?
1: Doing great tonight. How are you?
0: You know how I am. Uh, yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> Our special guest tonight is Patrick from the Vintage Video Podcast. The Vintage Video Podcast is re-watching every major movie from the 1980s in chronological order so you don't have to. If you're not listening, you really need to be listening to this podcast because some of the movies in the 80s are just absolutely freaking bonkers. And this team just does a great job. So how are you doing tonight, Patrick?
2: I'm doing great. I'm very flattered by your words.
0: Thank oh yeah, you. no, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I listen to every episode. Have been for a while now. So yeah, yeah. I honestly, I, I some of the stuff in the '80s. It's just you forget how insane it was. Uh, like your your latest episode, Michael Crichton's Looker. What yes. the hell? That's in that's nuts. That's not a movie. That's a fever dream.
2: Yeah, he just got to a place where he could kind of make what he wanted, and uh, that was a thing that he came up with all on his own, and it's it's bizarre. I can't I can't believe the people he attached to it. I can't yeah. believe, but it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, he had Susan Day naked for like two minutes, so I mean, right? She did not Ted,
2: appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't
0: imagine that she would, honestly. So Patrick's here tonight to talk about a movie not from the 1980s. We're right. going to talk about Ted Post's. The Baby. The Baby, starring Anjanette Comer, Ruth Roman, Marianna Hill, Suzanne Zener, Todd Andrews, and Michael Pataki. It came out in 1973 and was directed by the amazing Ted Post. So, before we jump in, I just want to say this is a movie that it, it's one of those ones people talk about and they hype up. It's one of those things you, oh, you have to see it. It's so weird. It's so ultra. It's, it's, it's absolute 70s grotty exploitation. And it's, uh, it's up there with snuff. I don't know. Patrick, have you ever seen the film Snuff?
2: I have not actually. It doesn't sound like something I'm going to seek out right away either. So,
0: but. It, honestly, it's it's something that you have to see once. So they <laughs> they build it as being shot in South America, where life is cheap. And Ugh. honestly, I think it's South America where film was cheap. Honestly, yeah. it's a. They bill it as, oh, it's the most shocking film ever. It's a snuff film. And actually, it's it's like a cheapy let's take advantage of the fact that the Manson family was just in the news and will show yeah. like a gang stalking a pretty young pregnant actress and kill her and stuff. And then – because it didn't make money, they tacked on a snuff film ending that's the last eight minutes of the film, and that's what it's famous for. So you set through 70 oh minutes of, oh, I guess the Manson family was in the news that month, to to a snuff film in the last eight minutes. So I, I kind of think this is like that in that. You hear whispers about it. People tell you what it is, and then when you get there, it's nothing like you expect. It is—it right. is a completely different kind of film. So, is this one that you've been a, a fan of for a long time?
2: Uh, it's something that I've—I've I've been alerted to in recent years, and uh, I was kind of shocked at the time. And I don't know if it officially got resubmitted, but at the time, it was literally a G-rated movie. <laughs> somehow, it's still—it's still listed as PG on IMDb. Um, <laughs> no, no, that's freaking G. But, okay. Yeah, it's so bizarre. And it makes such, uh, you know, that the third act really just outdoes itself. You don't? Um, it's 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 really crazy.
0: You don't see the twist coming. I mean, I don't think there's any way you could see the twist. No, so, not at all. So Lydia, you a big fan of this movie? Okay, <laughs>
1: I had a really hard time. I could not finish this movie. And. What? yeah no i I just couldn't do it the the guy playing the baby nah, it just oh, got on my nerves Oh, he's amazing bad. clearly one of the most yeah.
0: naturalistic actors who's ever trod the boards
1: <laughs> sure okay
0: so wait so how far did so you gave up how far did you get
1: uh, not real far <laughs> oh, see the whole um, movie comes I tried. together I at the, really it did
0: uh, oh I, you I suck really
1: tried. I know Yeah,
0: you suck. I don't know how you could do that. So for our audience, hi guys, how are you? All five of you, um, (laughs) for our audience. So the idea of the movie is a, a young social worker is assigned to a family and actually she admits that she kind of begged for the case because it's so unusual. Um, our, our, the family is made up of the mother, sisters, and the infant's son. But the infant's son is like 22 years old. He's, yeah. He crawls, he wears a diaper, he gets bottle-fed, he, he babbles in baby talk, he doesn't do anything that you would expect from an adult or even a small child. And the family says that he has a, a birth defect. He just never developed past the point of early toddlerhood. And, and requires constant care. And that's why he has a social worker. But the, the social worker um, begins to suspect that there's more to it, that perhaps he didn't fail to develop but wasn't allowed to develop. And right. we, we slowly, over the course of the film, we, we come to learn that that's true. Um, basically, he gets punished if he tries to stand up or say a word or do something for himself. And he's, he's just living in a, a horrible existence um, in a kind of a stunted world uh, put, put there by his, his mother and his sisters. Um, the social worker goes to great lengths in order to rescue him. Um, and that's kind of where the, the twist comes in because – It's been it's been hinted at earlier that something happened with her husband, that he was in a traffic accident. And I don't know, going in, I'm like, oh, she's a widow. He died. And that'll be kind of that'll play into it in some way. And then we find out that he didn't die. He was left with severe brain damage, leaving him like a baby. And she was kidnapping the baby so her husband could have a playmate who was on the same level as him. And that, yeah. that's how that insane movie goes. So, <laughs> here's, here's my first question. Does anybody have any idea why? Why did this happen? I mean, you've got, you've got Ted Post out there who was a respected filmmaker. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't making the biggest blockbusters of the day, but he was a respected filmmaker. He was He was known as someone who could come in under budget, on Time and make money with a movie. What's he doing with this crazy thing?
2: <laughs> I I think he just got pestered for long enough. I I, I think um the, the Abe Prosky who was who had uh who sort of was a friend of his and kept talking him into this project and he was like no 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 it's or sorry uh, Abe Polsky um that he um he just kept saying no it's too dark it's too weird like this isn't this isn't the audience that I normally cater to and he just kept saying. We got to do it. It's great. You know, we can get it done real quick. It's not going to cost anything. No one will be upset if it doesn't make its money back. It didn't make its money back, and uh, and eventually he just gave in. Maybe he had an opening in his schedule, and he was like, you know, it's something to do for the next three months, and uh, and then this (laughs) stuff.
0: So the film plays in in uh, it kind of plays more as melodrama than you would expect for the kind of kind of nasty exploitation that it is which i think is an interesting choice um the cast is actually really good so ruth roman is out there doing her best joan crawford vibes in this thing as the mother and
1: yeah i totally got that whenever i was watching yeah yeah i just
0: want to i just want to give her a drink and take away all of the wire hangers you Mm -hmm. know and just let her kind of calm down a little bit You've got Ann Jeanette Comer uh, as as basically our main character. She's our social worker there to rescue baby. Um, the supporting cast is, is all good as well. You almost so I'm guessing that you did some some reading up on the background of the movie, Patrick.
2: A little bit. I mean, there's there's honestly not a lot of information yeah. out there about yeah. it. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it it almost feels like this was. This was a serious film. They thought they were making a real movie. It wasn't I think
2: they did. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this I don't nobody involved in this seems to me like they were saying, "Ooh, let's get something out to the drive-in real fast. It'll be on a double bill with that cannibal right. movie," you know? It's it's like, "No, we're making a movie and the New York Times will review us." And
2: Well, I mean, the the other stuff that we've seen on our show from Marianne Hill has been kind of b-list kind of uh, monster of the week type stuff with schizoid and blood beach oh. uh, which are both like kind of silly drive-in movies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so this feels up her alley in terms of like the pitch but i think the execution is is much more serious yeah and i think that's what ted post brings to the table as he yes. takes it very seriously it reminds me a lot of have you seen scalpel no i don't um, think i've seen that one okay well it's it's just a very interesting premise and then it gets it gets treated so seriously that it, it makes it like a whole different movie. Yeah. When when you take something that could be silly and you treat it very maturely and yeah. seriously, then it becomes a different thing.
0: So I I can't help picturing what this movie would be if someone um uh, like John Waters had right. had yeah. directed it instead. This would you wouldn't have to change a line of dialogue, but everything about it would be different. It would be a completely different yeah. experience.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. I mean it's not super far off in plot from polyester in terms of like <laughs> what a lot of the characters are doing.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's true. Oh. No, now I'm picturing we moved the whole thing to the trailer park from Pink Flamingos. Right. Um unfortunately I think we've lost both Divine and Mink Stole, so we've got to recast. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so um honestly, I, I actually liked this movie quite a lot and I was kind of surprised by how much I liked it, and I don't I don't think I would have if it had gone the direction that my brain thought it would go. I think that that twist ending makes the movie. It kind of yes. pays for everything before, which which is unusual for me because normally I get annoyed by twist endings. so
2: yeah, and mm-hmm. honestly, like rewatching it, I feel like I'm a little annoyed at how much they telegraph it, yeah, because I think it might have been even more fun if they had played this as just a very serious caseworker in this like child protection agency. And then the very late in the story, do you realize that she's got her own weirdnesses? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but they're hinted at early. And I feel like it's a little bit to the disservice of the film that, that we already know that she's weird too, but, and and we're kind of judging by the end of the film, which of these families is weirder who deserves to take care of this kid. And ultimately I think he ended up with the right family. It's just
0: terrible. Yeah. I don't think she's going to beat him. If he does does something wrong. Yeah. You get the feeling that she's just going to let him and, you know, and convince him to go back to being a baby. So.
2: But then who knows, maybe in the sequel, it's like he's starting to because for the first time in his life, he's given the chance to mature into a a fully able adult. Mm -hmm. And she's she doesn't want him to, you know, outpace her husband. And so she's having to, like, (laughs) you know, punish him in the same way
0: okay so all right we've got the pitch for the sequel right somebody yeah, somebody too.
2: call call hollywood would ya? <laughs> and lydia, who do you a know? crazier person comes to take the baby away yeah
0: can. yeah yeah the <laughs> hill people go. some the, the hill <laughs> people come they they need him for a ritual and yeah yeah so lydia who do you know in hollywood call me somebody
1: oh gosh i don't know anybody in hollywood i'll call i'll, I'll, I'll call i will call
0: I'll will will I'll call Lloyd Kaufman. I actually have there one. you go. Yeah, you do so. not Kaufman yeah, do have, yeah. Yeah, Lloyd Kaufman now. Yeah 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 yeah. I've I just actually had an email from him two days ago. So really yeah. yeah. Uncle Lloyd yeah. Uh, kind of understand. a big deal. Uncle Uncle Lloyd likes me so.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't think we'll be likely to get the baby to Electric Boogaloo <laughs> off the ground, but it's worth a shot. So. So, what do you think is the the best scene in your opinion, Patrick?
2: Oh my gosh uh, there's so many to choose from that are just completely <laughs> off the wall crazy but I think the the hardest turning point is when the sisters break into the house to get their brother back mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, and at this point, we've already decided like neither one of these people is the right family for this person to end yeah. up with but they're, they're scheming back and forth to try and take this kid mm-hmm. back and forth. And how far are they going to take it? Yeah. You know, we're wondering how we've already seen one of them handcuffed in a basement mm-hmm. and uh, being held captive and presumably like on the on the path to being murdered mm-hmm. to protect their kid from this woman. And then suddenly these sisters are getting their throats slit and stabbed to the back. And I'm like, what is happening? And, and the mother-in-law, the mother of the other disabled man is is participating in it. She's not yeah. shocked by it or disgusted no. by what's happened. She's oh, like, no, no she's... I understand what we're doing. We're getting yeah. playmates. We're trying to set up a play date with this other guy.
0: Yeah, she's and, 100% in on this plan. Yeah. I
2: mean... it's That's the hardest turn that the movie has, and I and I feel like that was, that was us standing up off the couch and, and
0: applauding <laughs> the film at that point. <laughs> Uh, Lydia, of the part you saw. Okay. <laughs> what? What was the standout scene for you?
1: Gosh, I don't know. I had a really, like I said, I had a really hard time with this. Had a time, hard time paying attention to it. What? Um, yeah, I really did. It, it does
2: it, start was, slow. It, yeah. It was the
1: guy. It was the guy and his acting and the learned helplessness kind of. Yeah. No vibe that I got. and, and Oh, God. Car. Did he
0: remind you of one of the ex-husbands? Oh, oh
1: maybe. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because there's
0: so <laughs> many. Okay. That makes sense, then. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> probably Chuck or Kevin yeah. Carl the,
1: the or Spike. One, you know, yeah, the seventh yeah. one.
2: Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they're dubbing him with, like, actual stock baby noises, which makes it that much <laughs> Yeah, no. yes. yeah. Like, I know.
1: Yeah. They, like, pitch
2: it down, uh-oh. so it sounds like a guy, but it's still weird. Yeah. So
1: very weird.
0: I, I personally the reveal right up at the beginning when you hear about the baby and then you see the baby and it's a grown man. So <laughs> I knew it was coming. I mean, I think everybody knows it was coming, but I just try to imagine you didn't know this was the movie on the, on the bottom of the double bill at the drive-in that night. You didn't even right. know, cause you were going to see the cannibal movie or whatever. And you get to that point, not knowing it's coming. That had to be a mind blower. I mean, what the yeah. hell am I watching? Yeah.
2: I think people, yeah. because of the title, go into it expecting a Rosemary's Baby type story. Yeah, yeah, yeah They're not exactly. expecting this Yeah, Yeah,
1: that's what I was kind of thinking, like in the se- early 70s, what were these people thinking in yeah. the theater when they watched yeah. this? Yeah.
0: What the, what, they're thinking, why the hell did we pay two bucks for this or right. whatever <laughs> ticket costs then? I don't know. I don't know either. But, okay, so, uh, Joey, one important thing. The picture of Casey up there creeps me out.
2: <laughs> well, that, that Casey just has that effect. Well, that's
0: true. That. That's <laughs> true. Jeez. <laughs> hey. So I was thinking about um, other movies that I would like pair this with if I was going to make it part of a double bill to show somebody. And I honestly think the best possible second feature to go with this is uh, uh, It's Alive.
2: Okay, yeah, they,
0: absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Lydia, you a, you a fan of It's Alive?
1: Uh, I don't think I've seen it yet. Oh,
0: it's a Larry Cohen movie. Oh, they made a whole trilogy yeah. of them. The, really? third, the third one's got Michael Moriarty, who is my favorite Larry Cohen actor. Uh-huh. We could be talking about a Larry Cohen movie right now.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Have you? So have you guys covered any Larry Cohen on the show?
2: Um, I think we did cover a Larry Cohen. Oh, you know what? We did Full Moon High, which oh, okay. is uh, one of his lesser known titles. Yeah, yeah,
0: okay. Um, so I was trying to think. There's so many
2: werewolf movies in 1981, it's very bizarre.
0: <laughs> I was trying to think of what... So in the 80s, so the stuff would be in the 80s, Q would be in the 80s, and I think yeah, I'll... Yeah,
2: coming up next season.
0: Okay, outstanding. I love that movie. Another, another great Michael Moriarty. Yeah. Have, have, you, have you seen it already?
2: Q? i have not but okay. i'm excited for yeah, it okay it's, it's yeah i've seen the trailer a lot of times then yeah, yeah. i have
1: yeah. it in my queue to watch yeah I it's good fun it's good fun.
0: it's good fun you gotta watch it honestly that movie and the stuff were the reasons i watched law and order when it first started because i was a big michael moriarty fan because of that. <laughs> yeah. so and then they fired him and he blamed yeah. he blamed bill clinton for some reason i don't know
2: that makes sense yeah.
0: uh, i don't hmm. know so Lydia if you were going to turn this into a uh, double feature what would you pair it with
1: Hmm, I don't know if I could pick a movie but you know it reminds me of that that series I think it was a TLC series called my strange addiction about the man big man baby you know like I don't know like, they have like grown men
0: that like to dress like. Oh, okay. Like, like yeah. people who do die Okay, so the sex thing. Yeah. yeah the kink. Yeah. They like diaper kind of play weird. and stuff. Yeah. 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 The kink that dare not say its name. Right. Be- because, <laughs> ew. But. Yeah. <laughs> that weird, that, see, that's even worse. What if this movie were that? What if it was just a grown man shitting in a pair of pants and little pants? I story
2: mean. story of my life.
0: I, know. I mean, he is doing that in
2: this movie. Yeah.
0: It's, it's true. Did you say story of my life? I may or may not have. <laughs> Wait, did. <laughs> A
1: little
2: slow there, Nate.
0: <laughs> so, Patrick, if you were going to try to put this part of a double bill sorry joey's over here shitting his pants so
2: (laughs) i'm sorry for you (laughs) i'm not having to deal with that (laughs)
0: if you were trying to make this part of a double feature what do you think would go well
2: well if i'm going to pair it with something we've done on the show i would put it with uh tim uh which is technically a 1979 release but it got its american release in 1981 Mm -hmm. and it's about uh mel gibson plays a mentally handicapped gentleman who falls in love with a woman who he works as a gardener for played by Piper Laurie. Oh. And, uh, hmm. it's about her family getting really mad because she's trying to take him away from them oh. because they think they should be taking care of it. It's, it's a much more uh, okay. serious, like, uh, yeah. it got a remake yeah. on, on lifetime recently. Okay. <laughs> um, Okay. But uh, but it's a similar storyline, but coming at it from a different angle. Yeah,
0: yeah. From, from a lot le- a horror film. Yeah, it sounds like a less yeah. weird angle, honestly.
2: No, it's still really weird. <laughs> but I recommend checking it out.
0: All right, we'll put that on the list. We'll put it on the list. So, I because. I'm really, really tired this week. Forgot to go and, like, look up any serious trivia or anything about this movie. So I really only know what happens in the movie.
2: Yeah, there's there's not a lot. I mean, yeah. I've, I've tried looking into it. Um, I mean, we haven't covered this one as yeah. an episode because it's, it's outside of our, yeah. our realm. But uh, there's really not much to it um, because I think everybody very quickly wanted to forget about this movie as soon as they <laughs> were finished making it.
1: <laughs> Yeah, so I probably to about that too because I like to know some trivia before yeah. I watch a movie sometimes if I don't know what to expect. So, and I couldn't find anything
2: mm-hmm. either.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just.
2: Uh, although I did see that uh, the guy who plays the the boss of the caseworker um, had passed away before the film came out. Even. Oh, oh uh, right. like seven months before the film came out. So it must have been immediately oh, after yeah. they shot right. the stuff. So,
1: yeah. Wow. This guy's last movie or whatever. Yeah. yeah. yeah he was only 57.
0: Oh, I sound okay. like hearing that. As I get closer to that kind of age, I don't. No, nobody's allowed to die at fifty-seven. No. Well, at least you know how to walk already.
2: You got oh, you got true. one up yeah. on another cast member. You're not yeah, shitting your true. pants,
1: so. Well, no, no, not, no, not right of. now.
2: No. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Keeps that off air.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because you know you have to you have to like put the the age limit gate on YouTube if you do that, and it's just right. it's a whole yeah. thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a whole thing. Uh, all right so i know we didn't dive like super deep into this but honestly i don't i it's a movie i like a lot but i don't feel like it's a movie you can dive super deep into because i can't think of a major like i don't think there's a major subtext to this don't don't,
2: i don't don't, think so either. it's just something i like putting people through
0: yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) And sometimes, I, sometimes we're talking about a movie and I, and I can say, oh, well, you know, they're talking about redlining in Chicago during the 1950s, and, but they're not saying it. And yeah, no, this, I got nothing. I have absolutely nothing. Don't don't I mean force it, could your be, gro-
2: it could be a statement on like the the situation with child protective services and how hard it is to to give proper yeah. care to these children. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, it's like this social worker is a terrible person. Yeah. Too. I know. This so, isn't a,
0: yeah it's yeah. not like she was the it's not like she could do a better job if she simply, simply had more resources, because right, I think right. more resources would just let her more quickly take him captive right
2: she's already showing up three days a week (laughs) to this house which seems like overkill (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) all right well i think that's probably it for the baby but anybody have anything they think is cool from this week that they want to bring up lydia what'd Um... you watch
1: uh, I watched the new, uh, dead ringers series. Yeah. Tell me Rachel nothing. Lies. I'm I probably going to, I'm probably
0: binging the whole thing tomorrow. So oh, awesome. yeah. you're yeah.
1: not going to be disappointed. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, she did a really good job. I don't know if, you know, you can be nominated twice. I mean, she, technically she's playing <laughs> two different characters, I, but okay, I would, she nails it. I would and really, I'm a big fan of the original movie. Yeah. And yeah. Um,
0: it's my oh, well, third favorite Cronenberg, so. Uh,
1: oh, he yeah, that that's Dead Ringers is is my favorite.
0: Yeah, yeah, so. but no, but but you're wrong because Videodrome is Cronenberg's greatest film, so I'm sorry, but the gods have spoken. It's Videodrome. Okay. It's Videodrome, then Crash, then Dead Ringers, then Shivers. Ah,
1: uh, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I don't make the rules.
1: But just well, no, I was just, I was just thinking. About it, but...
2: She probably could get a dual nomination, but they would just put it into one piece, like when yeah. they nominated Charlie and Donald Kaufman for Best Screenwriter.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which he won, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think so.
2: Adaptation.
0: Yeah, I think so, which is awesome, really. Yeah. It's right up there with uh, uh, Greystoke, The Legend of Tarzan. There was a screenwriting nomination for the Oscars, and the credited screenwriter was a dog, so. Right. I, yeah, I just love that. Dog nominated for an Oscar for writing. <laughs> yeah so patrick did you watch or or do anything awesome this week
2: we've just been trying to catch up on stuff for our show lately um most recently that means the movie roar which um i'm sure you've heard of i'm uh, familiar
0: with that's on the list so someday it will be seen
2: so, yeah, we did yeah. that one, and it, it's a difficult watch. I'll, oh, I I'll leave it at that. It's a Tippy Hedron and Melanie yeah. Griffith and uh, Noel Marshall and yeah. a, a house full and of it. 150 lions. Yeah, yeah and, I, I uh, absolutely
0: she, – didn't she, like, she fight to get had... that made?
2: They they both fought yeah. to get it made, yeah. and they paid $17 million of their own money by selling houses and land. and Wow. And I get, they got about $2 million back, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is more than they deserved, <laughs> I think. It's a terrible <laughs> movie. <laughs>
0: well see if it's a terrible movie it's right up my alley
2: yeah well check out roar but i didn't tell you that because uh <laughs> I, I will not recommend that movie to it's a nightmare didn't i have Tippi like Hedren terrible anxiety already
1: <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you oh no uh, but didn't tippy hedron actually have a, a pet lion that lived in her home yes, these yes. are the
2: lions that they had in their house and it's wow. literally over a hundred big cats that they had in their home
1: Wow, that's crazy. And they
2: all got attacked by them. Everybody got attacked yeah. by them. They get attacked in the movie. They use the takes in the movie. It's a nightmare. It's <laughs>
0: that's insane. That's yeah. insane. And she went from, you would think, after what all those birds did to her, she'd be <laughs> yeah. a little more chill around wild animals. But, yeah. tippy.
2: She loves lions. She you she runs a, a preserve up in in, uh, in Cal- a little bit north of L.A. And, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, she she spends a lot of money protecting. She's still around, obviously. Yeah. So she's yeah. taking right. care of lions. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's you know, lions are pretty awesome. I, yeah. I don't want them in my house because right I prefer and not they don't be belong eaten. in a house. Yeah, I prefer <laughs> or, not to be well, eaten. But... there yeah, yeah, exactly,
2: yeah. exactly. There's
1: pictures of like Melanie jumping into the pool and one of the right. cats is like swiping her leg while she's jumping in, and then like... she
2: gets scalped in the movie on set. Yeah. It rips her right. hair out of her head. Yeah, I've read
0: about wow. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. That's you know what though. When, when something goes wrong like that, you can always at least say they they died doing what they loved. Right. Mm-hmm. Dying. Exactly. Getting eaten by wife. a cat. Yeah. <laughs> And I say this as the type of idiot who I was actually making a list of all the types of animals that have bitten me. And, of course, I have cats and dogs, horses sure. to bite me on the ass when I wouldn't fill the oat bucket fast enough. I got all that stuff. But I got fox, raccoon. I've been bitten by possums, but it doesn't count because they don't try very hard. And I've, I've been bitten by I've been bitten by both wild and domestic turkeys. So, I mean, I'm a guy who's been bitten by stuff because I'm an idiot around animals. And even I am like, no, fuck that. You get those lions back into that cage
2: yeah 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 it's ridiculous and jan debont was the dp and he got attacked and he went into yeah, surgery just re- just oh, wow yeah 120 yeah. stitches to put his scalp back on 120
0: stitches yeah. wow 20 stitches were-
2: wow and he was he was on set the day they released him from the hospital it's ridiculous yeah, Bont- well, wow. that's what, that, well you know what
0: he went on to make speed so yeah i'm gonna say <laughs> that that's the type of guy who just gets it done <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Melanie Griffith was mauled by a lion during filming and yeah. required plastic surgery. Yeah, Melanie Griffith. Yeah. Yeah. Facial Finanches. reconstructive surgery.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, have you never heard of this, Joey? No, I've never no, heard of this. No, this thing is famous. Movie.
2: Yeah. It, it didn't right. even have a home video release until, I think, 2015. Yeah. But uh, there's a oh, Blu-ray now from Olive Films has one, and I think Draft House Films. Do. Yeah, oh, okay. you, you absolutely okay. weren't kidding. Literally, everybody yeah. on this set was attacked. Yeah, all, right? yeah. Mm. How, how anybody survived
0: is a mystery to me. Deputy right. sheriffs had to shoot
2: three lions during the flooding of Marshall, including Reynolds. the starring lion, like yeah. the lion that's the main character of the whole film. And in the trailer, it literally says, "Robbie survived." flawlessly he's totally okay everything's fine it's like no he got no. washed out of their ranch in a flood and shot by police that's, oh. he died oh. he died before they finished wow. terrible. that's terrible it's,
0: that's it's terrible. awful yeah that's upsetting that's upsetting yeah. all right so that's a downer note <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you about these dead lions and all the people that were mauled you ever heard of ghost in the darkness see now oh that's God. a feel-good story
2: yeah <laughs> absolutely we went and saw them the sabo lines at the field museum oh
0: yeah yeah i knew that yeah i knew they were there i've never never gotten to go but yeah It's a
2: cool movie though
0: yeah it is yeah it is it's so because i'm like this it took me a while to decide to actually see it. It had been out on home video for a few years because every time I saw that title, I'm like, The Ghost in the That's a terrible title. That's, that's <laughs> up there with Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man or that Chuck Norris film, Hero and the Terror. Those are terrible titles. Do not do titles yeah. like Anything that. Anything with
2: yeah. and in it. Just yeah. Yeah. cross Just, it uh, off and start over. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But then once I saw it, yeah, it's actually... It's a, it's a, it's a very it's exciting a film, on. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fun. yeah. So my big excitement this week... And bear with me because this is exciting. I did very little other than my job. I I watched like two movies. I watched a western today called Never Grow Old, maybe something like that with yeah, John Cusack.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and I watched uh, I watched Prowler a couple of days ago, and I was oh, all right. really excited to sit down and watch it because it's been on my 2 watch list for quite a while. And I was like fifteen minutes in, I went. I wonder why it's on my to-watch list. Since I've seen this movie, oh no, I have two copies of it. It turns out, in fact, so some, I bought it twice and watched it both times. So that was exciting.
2: It's probably worth a rewatch. Though. No, it really, yeah,
0: it really, it really is. I um, have you seen it, Lydia?
1: No, I haven't seen
0: that one. So it's a slasher. Um, not to spoil anything, but it's a guy in military gear. Right. Right. Running around killing people. But my favorite thing about this military killer is he does a lot of his killing with a pitchfork which makes perfect sense. You know, that's normal army army gear. Yeah.
1: A military guy, pitchfork, you know? Yeah,
0: they go together. They go together. It's, it's good. It's got, it's got
1: some jelly, you know? Yeah. I do
2: feel like that, that film owes a lot to the Friday, the Thirteenth films, not just Mm -hmm. because the pitchfork is such a central weapon in the second Friday, the 13th. Yeah. But in the script for the first Friday, the 13th, the killer is called the prowler on every page. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm definitely
0: going to check that one out. Oh, it's, it's worth, there's a, uh, a Blu-ray from Blue Underground, I think. I think mine's okay. Blue Underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, definitely, definitely check that out. What I'm really excited for is I have two different versions of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 4K that I, that I just got. Mm. I got the, uh nice. what was it, Dark Sky or whatever. I can't remember the company that put that one out. And then the second site one from the UK. And I want to watch them both back to back to compare. Nice. Trying to make trying to make time for that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, guys. Anybody have anything else that we want to chat about before we pack it in?
2: Don't think so. Oh,
0: good. All right. All right. Well. I want to thank uh, I want to thank Patrick from the Vintage Video Podcast once again. If you haven't listened to Vintage Video, you absolutely should. We'll put links in the show notes to make it easier for you to find it. We're putting their logo up on the screen right now. Um, That's uh, by the way, that's an awesome logo. I love your I love your logo. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
2: My my wife did that. that. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm really happy with it. Yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah. it's very good. Uh, I want to thank Lydia for being here. I want to thank Joey for being here. I want to thank the ghost of Casey for being there staring at me with that weird (laughs) smile and creeping me out. So I've been Nate. This has been Bloodfest. And before we go, we're going to throw a little something out there for you. So Stephen King's The Boogeyman has been made into a movie finally, directed by Rob Savage. And it's coming out on June 2nd of this year. And we're just going to tack the trailer on here for anybody who hasn't seen it and see if that gets us a strike on YouTube. (laughs)
2: Well <laughs> when
1: there are scary things we don't understand, our minds try to fill in the blanks. Sometimes the best thing to do is to face it. So this light is going to be completely solid like it is right now. then gradually, it's going to start flashing until it's totally dark. So you can see that there's nothing to be afraid of. OK? See, that's not so scary, is it? Just you, your sister, and me. You're doing okay. It's
2: not real. It's okay. Just in your head, Katie, there's something in my room. You believe me, don't you?
1: There's no such thing as monsters. You need to grow up.
2: I'm serious, Sawyer. I need to be alone. You're both having these manifestations. What is this supposed to be? It's the thing that comes for your kids when you're not paying attention. To listen to me. Okay. I'm listening.
1: Huh.
2: Sweetheart, let me handle.